0: Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interest, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at Gwinnett Online Campus. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to sit down and talk with Charlotte, a 12th grade student here at GOC. Charlotte is a dancer, ballet, contemporary, jazz. She's also a dance instructor and teacher, and what I love most about our conversation is the passion and love for ballet and dance and teaching that just comes out of Charlotte. It's 100% clear to me that ballet isn't just some hobby to her, it is part of who she is. She helped me understand what it was like to be backstage chaos. That's the word that Charlotte used to describe it, uh, and she describes it best. We talk about rehearsal, opening day, practice, injuries, food, different tutus. Did you know that there are different tutus in ballet? There's something called a pancake tutu, which is awesome, and if I ever start a band, I'm naming it the Pancake Tutus. The shoes You're going to find out all about ballet shoes. Um, Charlotte's going to basically be your new favorite ballet dancer, and you're going to want to go take a class with her or see her perform. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Charlotte. Charlotte, thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. Well,
0: I'm excited (laughs) to have you. Um, Why don't you tell everyone, so you're a GOC student. What grade are you in?
1: I'm in 12th grade. You're
0: in 12th grade, so senior here at GOC. And how many years have you been going to GOC?
1: This is my second year.
0: Second year. All right. Do you like it here?
1: I love it here. So uh,
0: excellent. I love it here too. I've been here for a while, and it's uh, it's a really good school, and I, I like being here. I really like the flexibility. That's sort of my favorite part about it. Me too, it.
1: definitely.
0: So tell me, um, you know, I reached out. Um, I, I reached out to some uh, students and uh, sent some stuff out there for people that would be interested in being on the podcast. And you responded and said you were interested. So mm-hmm. why don't you tell everyone what um, what you do outside of school and your interest and hobby?
1: Um, I'm a dancer. I do mostly ballet, but I also do like modern and jazz. And I'm also a dance teacher and I've taught like all sorts of levels and have choreographed dances. And um, we put on performances. So we have a bunch of rehearsals for those and we have four performances a year.
0: Oh my gosh. So tell, mm. so let's start off with, first of all, tell everyone, where do you perform? Like where do you dance?
1: At Northeast Atlanta Ballet.
0: Okay. Northeast Atlanta yes. Ballet. And where do you guys perform? Like what, um, what venue do y'all perform in?
1: Um, it's had so many names. I think now it's Gas Gas South District. Oh, uh, it's
0: the big. It's the one over that was like the um, Infinite, Infinite Energy, Energy yeah, and like, it's it was like something. The Theater. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, so it's the big one where they do like. Um, and you said y'all do four performances a year. Yes. Um, so I know y'all normally do the Nutcracker, right? Correct. So I've been to that one for a ton. Um, it's so much fun. I've probably seen you perform. Have <laughs> really? you been? Have you been? How many years have you been performing there?
1: Um, since I was five, so a I long time. I guarantee I've <laughs>
0: seen you perform. Um, probably, um, I I lucked out and got to introduce um, the performance one time, but was several years ago, I really, was, yeah, I was really lucky. Um, anyway, so that, it's not me though; it's you that I want to talk about. <laughs> so, so you guys do that perform, and then uh, so you you do the Nutcracker every year, but then Correct. you said three other performances. Do those change yes, each year? So what they
1: are, rotate? Okay, yeah.
0: so I know y'all have probably done like. Um, well, tell me what have y'all done? What are some of the ones you've done in the past, and then what do you have coming up this year?
1: Um, in the past, we've done Sleeping Beauty, Swan Lake, like Little Mermaid. We've done like classical ballets like that, and like children's ballets. Okay, um, Peter Pan, uh, just all sorts <laughs> Aladdin, of... yeah, all okay. sorts of stuff. So,
0: what do y'all have coming up this year?
1: Um, it just, I think last weekend or maybe the weekend before we had, it was both Paquita and like contemporary showcase. So we had some student choreographers who are students at mm-hmm. the studio. They choreographed pieces, they set schedules and they set it on us, made costumes, all that sorts of stuff. That's pretty, and we had to audition it. Yeah. <laughs> wow.
0: So you were, you're like running the show. Were you one of the ones in charge of sort of doing all that?
1: I was not, but okay. I did something similar last year. Okay. Um, but, and then Paquita, it is like, it's like a classical kind of thing. we all wore pancake tutus. and What's a pancake um, tutu? Oh, it's, it's like, it's a costume oh, and it's the tutu that's that like. That goes
0: like flat out. Exactly. Like it looks like a pancake. Right, okay. That right. makes sense.
1: Um, and then right now we're working on Nutcracker. And then in March we have Cinderella and in May we have Frozen Heart.
0: Oh, wow. So you guys mm-hmm. have a full slate of stuff coming up. Definitely. So let's talk. Um, so that's. That's pretty exciting, and so that's also, so you dance there, and then is that also where you teach? Yes. Okay, so you've got a double, so you have to juggle <laughs> school, being a senior, and all the schoolwork, and then dancing for yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. performing, and then also teaching others. So how? tell me what a day, a day in the life of Charlotte, like what is it, what is it like?
1: Okay, well, it kind of changes day to day, but normally I wake up and work on school, Okay. try to get ahead on Schoolwork as much as I can right. and then I go to class we have ballet every day and then certain days we have modern or jazz so I'll take my classes some days I'll have rehearsals normally Wednesdays Fridays and Saturdays okay. and Saturdays are full days like I teach in the morning and then we end at six o'clock
0: okay so you're yeah. working all day long yes
1: yeah. um and then I come home and then maybe do some more school and then go to bed.
0: So you, that is a pretty busy day. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you make time for food? I mean, do you and and what kind of I'm curious, like, um, obviously, um, dance is like a athletic, highly athletic endeavor. Um, how do you eat healthy when you're that busy?
1: Um, well, luckily, my mom cooks for me a lot okay. and she's really into healthy food. So, okay. Um, yeah in the morning it 's pretty easy i mean, I feel like breakfast food is pretty easy i agree <laughs> and, yeah. then, and- for lunch, I normally just go through my fridge, see what I have, sure. and then my family normally makes dinner. So I'm very lucky that, that they take care of me in that way. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. yeah. So what is, um, so? I, and I've got so many questions, but so you mentioned um, there's traditional ballet and then um, jazz and contemporary. So can you tell me like those dance styles? I don't know. What are the, dif- I mean, I've, I know in my head, like I think ballet, I think the Nutcracker and Swan mm-hmm. Lake and stuff, but what, what is contemporary and um, jazz style?
1: um ooh, it's kind of hard to explain um contemporary it's there's like you you obviously use your ballet technique like mm-hmm. in all styles of dance but it's more it's not like there's a right and wrong
0: okay. like there is
1: for ballet but for contemporary and jazz it's more like you can put your own style into it and um yeah and a lot of times like for ballet there's like called a tendu but for contemporary jazz it's like then you make this swivel with your arm like Uh, yeah
0: so it's sort of like I think um, music wise like if you play classical music you have to there's zero room if you're playing violin or something for you to like in the middle of a symphony like do your own thing but if you play jazz music or something like that there is like definitely room for improvisation and Mm -hmm. doing something slightly different so I'm assuming that's sort of like jazz and contemporary or little and then is the music different or can it be the same or is it
1: it's normally different. Okay. For ballet class we um, for each combination we have classical music that we dance to. And then for contemporary we have like like songs that a lot of people know, like on the mm-hmm. radio or whatever. Not that anyone listens to the radio anymore. Yeah. But <laughs> um, and then for jazz, same thing, just more like upbeat
0: and okay. stuff like that. Very yeah. cool. So do you have a favorite or
1: A favorite style of dance? Yeah, yeah. Probably ballet. Okay. Very difficult, but it's very rewarding.
0: Okay. Sometimes the most difficult things to do are definitely the most Mm -hmm. rewarding. So let's uh, let's talk to people, or let's tell them how long you've been. So when did you start ballet? Like, when did you get into it?
1: When I was four, at my preschool, okay. just a little ballet class there. Okay, yeah. and, and then when I was five, I moved to the studio that I'm at now.
0: Okay, and you've been at that studio since you were five years old, mm-hmm. learning ballet. So let me ask you this because I don't this is the thing I don't know anything about. So have you is there more to learn for, Like, have you learned everything and now you're just like perfecting your technique, or is it constant learning and you just keep getting better? Or how does how does it work in ballet?
1: I would say by a certain age, we've learned pretty much all like the steps that we will learn at least until like... We graduate from the company, okay, um, but yeah, we just put it into combinations, and they get like more difficult is sometimes it 's like it 's to work on your stamina or to work on your technique or to like it 's like a difficult like mind wise so you have to remember it all like super quickly and um, so yeah, I would say it 's more perfecting
0: that um that in my head that makes sense um because when I play music, you know. I know where all the notes are and the chords and stuff, but then putting them together and diff- like you could play something really simple, or you could have something really complex, and it mm-hmm. you it's hard to do because even though you know exactly what to do, actually performing it is yes. is what can be really difficult. <laughs> so what's the um, what's the most difficult performance you've ever been in? Like the one that really challenged you, um, and it could be at any age. Like is there was there something that you struggled with or that you finally got, and you're like, oh my gosh, I finally got
1: it? <laughs> I would probably say Swan Lake. That one was just, it's just a very difficult show for the entire company. Lots and lots of dancing, very technical. It's very long, too, but it's probably just the most beautiful ballet ever. It's, it is so gorgeous.
0: Um, well, in the music, that's Tchaikovsky, right? Like, mm-hmm. And um, he does the Nutcracker, and um, yeah, he's, his stuff is beautiful. The music is beautiful, and then oh, um, mm-hmm. obviously the performance that goes along with it is beautiful. So let me ask you all that. So all right, let me ask you that. So when you have a piece of music like Swan Lake or the Nutcracker, and then someone wants to perform it on stage, how do you, do you all like is there a choreographer is that what you sort of do like do you so how do you do that how do you figure out what goes with the music
1: um well we have I mean this company has been around for Mm -hmm. a while and there has been a choreographer who choreographed it all for us before I was born so we just kind of I don't want to say recycle but like we just
0: it's there for you to to learn and everything and then
1: our artistic director will like change little things that to make it Better okay. or how she likes it more. Yeah,
0: so she sees something and she's like, "No, do this mm-hmm. instead." Okay. Yes. Well, let's talk about your. Um, so you're performing. Well, let's talk about your future first. So where do you see? So you're a senior this year. What happens when you graduate high school? Like, are you? Where do you go after this?
1: I am planning on going to college. I just don't know where yet. Okay. <laughs> well, it's still early
0: in your senior year. We still everyone it's September. So,
1: yeah. Um, and then I definitely want to dance, but I don't want to major in it or anything like that. But I definitely do want to continue Do so you want to continue
0: to dance? So if you to be do you want to be a professional dancer, or do you want to do something else but just continue it as something that
1: Yes, I, I would I want to have a normal person job, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah, I would love to um, have dance as a hobby
0: okay yeah that seems really cool because um then you could yeah you have your normal person <laughs> job as you say and then you have this dance is sort of like this um other thing that you do so um have you uh so and then i'm gonna go back to a couple of things so if we had anyone listening like anyone uh boys or girls who are interested in ballet or contemporary or something and they were like i don't even know where to start what would you tell them to do like what would be your advice
1: I would say just go ahead and sign up. You're never too old to start dance. You, I've seen some dancers who started so late progress like crazy and even like Misty Copeland such a famous dancer i think started at the age of 13 oh, now wow. she's dancing at the american ballet theater so yes it's never too so late so it's to start. Not, it's okay
0: if you're not 4 or 5 years old you could just get exactly. started and so tell everyone again if they want to so the the place you're at again it tell me the name of it again it's the
1: um the company is northeast atlanta okay. ballet but if you're looking just for not the company, mm-hmm. either Lilburn School of Ballet or Grayson School of Ballet. Okay. They both like connected to. Now, and
0: that's is company. that where you teach it at, at one of those? At both or of those. At yes. both of those. Okay. So tell me a little bit about the teaching side. I know we've talked about the dancing, which I want to go back to in a second. <laughs> but tell me about the, what age group do you teach?
1: I've taught three to eighteen. <laughs> oh, wow,
0: you've done it <laughs> yes, all.
1: Yes. Um, My teaching schedule this year, I teach three classes on Thursdays, so that's why I'm a little tired today, because yesterday was Thursday, and then two classes on Saturday. I teach ballet of a couple different levels. I teach tap, and I teach jazz. and yeah <laughs> that's
0: pretty exciting so what um th- that's a lot of teaching <laughs> um what what um what is the your favorite age group to teach like do you have like is it the little kids or the older kids or
1: I think my little tappers, they're the youngest. They are just so sweet and so cute in their little tap shoes. And we just have so much fun. I love teaching
0: that class. So tell me, so my sister used to take tap. I have a, a younger sister. Um, and that's where they have the, like the metal things mm-hmm. on that. And it makes the noise when yes, you do that. Yes. So, and, and so how is that? How does that compare to, like if you know ballet, is tap pretty easy? Like you just sort of tap on your foot or is it like kind of difficult?
1: Well, don't tell anybody, but I've never actually taken a tap class. I just teach it.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> since they're so little, it, yeah, it doesn't you really can matter. Kinda, you can sort of right. get them to do what you need to do. Yes. So, what, um, it, so I'm not gonna ask you to do this, but let's say right now I was like, hey, can you teach me um, a ballet move? What would you teach me? Like what would be something that I could learn as a 50 year old man? Like, what would be something I could learn?
1: I would probably go with demi plie. It is very important for everything.
0: Demi everything. plie. Okay. Yes. So, maybe when we're done, you can show me one time how to do demi plie <laughs> and I could learn. So, there's so all these moves in ballet, they all have different specific names to them right yes oh my gosh this is and so you have to memorize not only the moves but you have to know the name correct um, yes so who's the best teacher you ever had did you ever have someone or it doesn't have to be one is there someone that you remember from when you were learning everything like our current teacher or someone that is just someone you really enjoy working with that taught you a lot
1: Mm-hmm. my the oh sorry <laughs> the artistic director um miss jennifer she is very inspiring, she is very good at what she does. She is a little scary at some times, <laughs> but um, yes she she knows what she 's doing, and it is it 's very difficult but rewarding that 's awesome her class. yeah, I yes.
0: think uh, sometimes the best teachers are the ones that are a little scary because um that (laughs) they (laughs) really, really know what they're doing. And um, sometimes they have to have a lot of patience and then sometimes they have to be mean and be like, get this now, we've done this, you've got to, yeah, so I'm sure that's the way it is. So what um, do you, so I ask also this, Every single person I ask, um, because we have a lot of performers and people that just do things either on stage or not even on stage, but sports and stuff like that. And so I ask the same question and I pretty much get the same response every time. So I'm curious if you're going to answer the same. Do you ever get scared or not scared? Do you ever get anxious or nervous before you go on stage?
1: Of course. <laughs> of course. It For different parts, it depends on how nervous I get. Sometimes it's more excited. Sometimes it's more nervous. But um, yes, every time I always get butterflies.
0: <laughs> I heard this interesting thing that um, someone said, uh, they stopped calling it, uh, it was like a performer or something. I can't remember who it was. And they said, they used to say, I get nervous and anxious. And then they did exactly what you just said, where they said, they, they twisted it and said, instead of saying, I get nervous, they say, I get excited. Because it's sort of the same.
1: Right, yeah. Feeling in yourself
0: <laughs> like um, you're excited to do it, but you don't want to mess up. And um, exactly. so, how do you do you ever notice that, like, because um, a lot of people say it just goes away once they get on stage? This, do you feel like it just sort of disappears once you're on stage, or does it sort of hang with you?
1: Um, I would say it sort of hangs with me, <laughs> but it's not as much as the anticipation, like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to mess up, whatever. It's like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> so tell me what
0: opening night is like or opening performance. Is that the most difficult one to do or is it like an easier one because you're just so ready to go? Or
1: I would say it's, it is easier, but it's more nerve-wracking. It gets a little more difficult like by the end of the night once we've had two shows and it's the third right. one and the adrenaline has kind of gone away. But yeah, for the first show, everybody's so exciting and so um, uplifting and we always like, have a little prayer circle together
0: beforehand <laughs> You're <just> like, yeah <laughs> all joined together in here exactly. joined hands with, um, that's exciting so do you know um, so for the upcoming performance of the nutcracker do you know what your role is yet or have y'all um yes okay. we
1: got our parts on wednesday okay. i i have a couple parts but my main one is lead spanish so when claire goes to the land of sweets she's like welcomed by all the sweets and spanish represents hot chocolate
0: okay yes. i think i remember that's that dance um, so, cause she goes through the different, like it's the, there's the Russian one or the, mm-hmm. yeah. And so yes. you're doing the Spanish one. Yes. Very cool. So you're the lead Spanish dancer. What other roles do you have? Cause I know in that particular performance, I've noticed like some of the dancers obviously have multiple roles. Yes. Um,
1: um I'm also lead Russian and oh, wow. a party mom, a party <laughs> my mom. mom. Very nice. Yeah, first time being a party mom, which we normally have like Parents, they're actually. adults. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, but if they don't have enough, then they'll have the kids do it too. And I am in snow.
0: Okay. Very cool. Yes. So you've got a lot, a lot mm-hmm. to work on. <laughs> so, um, so I wanted to ask about um, boys in ballet because I know sometimes it seems like whenever I go to these performances, there's just not that many boys. Do y'all have mm-hmm. a lot of boys in your in your troop or your um no
1: no S- okay not really we um for our lead guys we. Bring in professionals. Okay. Um. And then we do have one boy in company, and then there are a couple little boys who aren't in company yet that are still too young. And I teach a little boy in ballet class. Um. So hopefully there's a future that they'll keep going on with it. But yeah, not very many.
0: That would be cool. I had read one time like Walter Payton, this famous like running back, or someone in the NFL, like they they took ballet classes and they said it was part of. Um. Well, first of all, they said it was like you know these are professional athletes they get paid a ton of money and they're like ballet is the hardest thing i've ever done. <laughs> and but then they um i think it was Walter Payton, but i can't remember. He talked about how like the moves like helped him on the field because of just the way he was able to like control his body and mm-hmm. and like sort of learn um the way to move his feet and stuff like that that it was uh very helpful. So, have you ever found that ballet helped you in any other parts of life like studying or school or anything like that any of the lessons from ballet?
1: Yes, definitely. It has taught me so much discipline. Like a crazy amount, a time management organization, and how to deal with disappointment um and how to not be like like braggy or anything like that if you do get something you want um so yeah, it's taught me everything so that's t-
0: I was gonna say that's really tough i i I had never thought about that because I guess as um as a company, you have um friends and people that that you're close with, right mm-hmm. um and I guess it's hard if you get a bigger role than someone. You don't want to brag, but also right. if you don't get that bigger role that you wanted, you have to congratulate the other person. Exactly. So, oh my gosh! So yeah, you have all sorts of. And I'm assuming as you go through year after year, there's there's ups and downs, right? Like just like mm-hmm. with anything. So, mm-hmm. have you ever had um, have you ever had an injury when uh, doing ballet?
1: Oh yeah, and I've got a funny story to go along with that. <laughs> okay, let's hear so, it. So, last May, like just a couple months ago. We were doing Little Mermaid, and I had two parts. I was the sea witch,
0: oh, so yeah, like that's, Ursula. That's a great yes, part. Yes. yes,
1: very fun. But I was also the prince's sidekick. So it's the prince's sidekick is like this funny character mm-hmm. where I wore a fat suit, okay. and a wig and a fake mustache, and okay. uh, I had to you know just be like clumsy or whatever mm-hmm. on stage. This is like the children's file, right, right? so right. um entertaining. So at um, dress rehearsal. I had done see which dress rehearsal on the Wednesday, mm-hmm. last day of school. Then Thursday was um, dress rehearsal where I was sidekick. So first of all, at um, intermission, I forgot that I had to change costumes but keep the fat suit on but change costumes from the fat suit okay so during intermission there was like 60 seconds before we go on and I ran into the dressing (laughs) room and I was like I forgot to change and all of my friends are like ripping the clothes off me and I like and but I'm in a fat suit so like I can't really help anybody I'm just standing there and it's like getting stuck on the rolls of fat and stuff and then I was like the music's playing and everybody was like (laughs) We were screaming, like, trying to get it on. I, like, ran on stage, like, just in time. It was so funny. We even have a video of it. It was hilarious. Um, But then, just, like... 20 minutes later, (laughs) I was on stage and this is when like the sea witch and all the urchins are attacking Yes, and we're supposed to be like scared. I'm like trying to protect the other ballroom people and we like get scared and we run off the stage. And so I'm running off the stage and since I'm in the fat suit, I can't really see below me. And there was a little kid right there that I tripped over. The little kid is okay. (laughs) Um, (laughs)
0: Glad to hear that.
1: Right. And I tripped and I didn't even faceplant because the cushion of the fat suit saved my face, <laughs> but I um, I hurt my toe, and at uh, the time I was like, "Oh, like it'll go away in like two minutes, like yeah. it's fine." And then, like at the end of the day, I was like, "It's not fine." <laughs> so uh, I wasn't really sure what was going on. Like I was see which the next day, like right. on the stage, and um, so I went home and I was like looking up like broken toes like on <laughs> online and I'm like so like like jittery about that kind of stuff so I'm like kind of crying but like also uh, laughing yeah. but like and I was like listening to Harry Styles new album that just came <laughs> out and it was just so many emotions at once <laughs> and then the next day it was so swollen so swollen and I was like I don't know how I'm was get it your big tonight. toe like yes, you're, okay yes and um and so my mom was like texting my uh, like my director's mom who like works there and um we were just trying to figure out what to do and so I got to the theater and we were doing warm-up and I told my teacher about it and so I um tried to put on my point shoes and it like it didn't hurt to be on point but it hurt to like roll up on oh, point but okay. not stepping on it okay. so it was like the knuckle of my toe oh, or something like that gosh. um but yeah so I was like asking if I could change a couple things um because I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know what to do," and she was very understanding um, and very supportive. Like, "Are you sure you can do this?" I was like, "Yeah, like I want to do it." Um, I took way more Advil than I should have, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I was I was very nervous. But after the show, everybody was so like, oh, "You were amazing! Like that's the best time you've ever done it!" And like, and on a sprained toe, that wow. it, it was amazing. So. Even though it was very painful in the moment, it was like it was very nice to have everybody being so supportive and stuff like that. Especially
0: mm-hmm. with an injury like that, right. so that's that is wild. So you performed with the injury, and I guess that's part of the um, responsibility. So like, I mean, the show must go on, like exactly. they say, and you have to obviously if you'd like broken your foot or something, you they would have someone else. But mm-hmm. in that situation, you just you take the Advil and you just. Yeah. Yep. And so you made a few changes like to the to the slight changes yes. um yes. to sort of help your toe and then did it get better after that or did it improve eventually or <laughs>
1: it, it did improve a little bit but i will say it is still swollen oh my it happened gosh. In May. it's september now and it still is swollen That's and it's crazy. still a little bruised yeah
0: yeah it's wild how you can have like one little injury like that and it just like lingers and lingers because mm-hmm. if you think about your toe it's not like you can just put your toe up and be like oh i'm gonna rest my toe for four days like right. you're on it all the time so exactly. it never really probably gets the rest it needs exactly um well i'm glad it's um, I mean I'm sorry it's still swollen but I'm glad that it's lo- so you're able to dance and do like for the most part yes. yeah okay.
1: I've, I've been doing everything okay yeah. so you're
0: back to back to that mm-hmm. so um, I heard you say that uh, so what did you think of the new Harry Styles album did you um, <laughs> do you like it
1: I well I love Harry Styles all the time and I yes I really like um, so,
0: so I album. um I'm not super into pop music but I happened to listen to Top 40 the other day and um his song was either number one or number three I can't remember and I don't know what song it was it was really good like I Mm-hmm. I just that's not my wheelhouse but I was listening to that song and I was like who is this I was like this is the best song uh, um, I agree so, and he's doing like acting now too I think yes and his he,
1: new movie I think just came out like last night or something like that yeah I think he's um, getting
0: some buzz for it too mm-hmm. so he is super talented so um, very cool yes. so um, now was he the one in One Direction I can't remember yes, Okay, he I was knew, okay. I love One so Direction so is that also in your wheel was that just right in the, the time of your life like One Direction was big when you were like sort of teen or preteen it or? should
1: have been okay. my older sister was really into one direction and i okay. just wanted to be like my older sister of so course. i was like oh okay. yeah i like them too yeah <laughs> but i never i wasn't a huge music person okay. until like three years ago when they had already broken up and i was like <laughs> i just sorry. started listening to them i was like You're i like, really I listen, like
0: this <laughs> really good I'm <laughs> exactly
1: it. and it's normally for like pre-teens but right. I'm 17 years old and I still listen to them all the time that's, that's
0: <laughs> fine you can listen to whatever you want as mm-hmm. long as you like the music that's all that matters I mean I'm a 50 year old man and I listened to a hairstyle song and I was like this is great Perfect. So, <laughs> so um that's really cool so let's I, I want to go back to the to the um dancing piece for for a second and then I want to ask you another thing about the question so you said so and this is like my sort of lack of knowledge with ballet so you start going when you're five years old well you started when you're four but then you go to the company when you're five mm-hmm. and you start taking lessons and everything how does that so I see all the time like a, like in a movie or tv show there's like this classroom and it's got like a big mirror on one wall and it's got yep. the um, rail on it mm-hmm. so what what is all that for like are you I guess the mirror so you can see how you're how yes. you're doing, and then what's the rail for?
1: Um, we call that the bar. Or the bar, That's okay. how we start every ballet class. We kind of go through a basic routine, but, like, but I mean, no, it's not basic. It just, it kind of varies, but pretty much it's, like, we start with plies, then tendus, then degages, then rondejams, then frappes, then stretch, then adagio, then moss. I don't know like, you just yeah.
0: spoke, like, a bunch of words. <laughs> right. I don't know what they are.
1: And that's, that's kind of, like, the basic Bar like order. Okay. Of course, we have like more complex combinations of those, and it, it and it kind of changes. And um, then we go to the center, and then we do kind of like tondus, pirouettes, warm up jumps, petit allegro, grand allegro. you not gros. holding
0: onto the bar correct. anymore? Okay,
1: correct. Yes. And then
0: do you do each side? Like, do you do your yes. left? Okay, so we you do. do. And then how big is like if you're in a class with other people or you're warming up? How how many people are in there with you?
1: Um, it does vary, but for. We have, like, our senior company is kind of small. We only have 13 people in senior company. But our senior apprentice company, which is right below it, maybe is, like, 20-something. I don't know. I'm bad with numbers. But we have a lot of um, combined senior and senior apprentice classes. Are
0: there um, any—do adults ever take classes? Like, is there adult classes or anything that people do, stuff like that?
1: We actually did offer an adult class But that only happened for, like, five weeks. I don't know where that went. Um, But it was kind of fun seeing the moms, like, Trying ballet and stuff right. like That's, that. Yeah, because I'm
0: I su- I'm sure there are some people who like never did it as adults, and they're like, I, I would love to try that. Like mm-hmm. even though I'm 30 years old or 40 years old or whatever, that would be. Um, so, so I want to ask you about physical fitness, cardio, and like um m- like muscles and stuff. So, do you do besides ballet? Do you do any like specific training or, or um like stretching or running or cardio or weightlifting or anything like that, or is it all done like sort of through the dance?
1: Um it i normally just go to dance okay. and that's about as much as i can right. take um, i mean sometimes i will do like at home stretching or or like theraband which is like you work your I've feet got, um got those. yeah and i hate running i really don't like <laughs> running but i don't have very good stamina so sometimes that's important to do
0: <laughs> i love running
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one
0: of my favorite things to do but i totally get why people I 100% understand how people hate running because mm-hmm. for, it's just you either love it or you hate it there's yeah. there's just zero <laughs> in between so but I, but like I said you, or like we've talked about like the dance in itself is obviously so stamina and cardio mm-hmm. wise like you're getting so much cardio and exercise and, and stuff like that I'm sure you burn so many calories <laughs> during during a performance in a, in a class so what's the um, you said Swan Lake was really long how long is that like when you perform, is it several hours? Yeah,
1: probably around two and a half, three hours. Oh,
0: so that's getting, yes, that's getting pretty long. Yeah.
1: And we have multiple performances a day. Okay. So, yeah.
0: So do you ever get like hungry during a performance or not? Are you just like, no, I don't eat during a performance? I
1: just on stage, I don't even think about it. Okay. But once we like get our costumes off, I'm like, oh my like, gosh, I could vacuum up the food. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's exciting. So do you practice at home at all? Like, do you have a studio at home or anything or you just stick to it at, um,
1: No, yeah, not really at home, except when COVID started, we did have Zoom ballet classes at home, which was very interesting. We had, like, people were using their countertops as bars. Like, it it was – it's – it was crazy. That's pretty wild. So I guess you have to
0: do what you have to do exactly. to, to make it work. So I yeah. did want to ask about the shoes, because, and I'm just always curious about stuff like this. So I've seen ballet shoes. Is there only one type, or are there like different type of ballet shoes?
1: There are so many different types really? of ballet shoes. Yes. Well, the, the ballet flats or slippers, I guess people That's call them. That's what I'm thinking of. We don't call of. Them. Okay. Um, That, um, I mean, pretty much everyone has the same kind of thing. But for point shoes, there are so many different brands. And then within the brands, there are so many different different. makers and specific types and then different sizes of course and different makers um yeah so you just have to find one that fits your feet do you have one that you like like a brand
0: and all that kind of stuff yes so is there anything in the like the where the toes are that help you like stand point is where you're literally on the tip of Mm -hmm. your toes right yes is there some part of the shoe that like helps you to do that or is it just no
1: it's well the bottom of a point shoe is it feels like wood. Uh, okay. <laughs> it feels okay. like steel, actually. Yeah. But um, <laughs> its I think it's just like cardboard and glue. Okay. And that's why they die and you have to buy new ones how, all the time. I was going
0: to say, how often do you have to buy shoes?
1: I have to do like, Every three weeks, maybe so
0: they just wear out. Yeah. There's, okay. Yeah. And are they super expensive? Um, yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. About a hundred dollars. Oh each. my gosh. Yes. And you just have to keep buying them. Exactly. Are they always pink, or are they different colors? Or they're always
1: pink, but for some performances we have to paint oh, them like, different okay. colors. Okay. Um.
0: Yeah. So how many do you just order? Like one every few weeks, or do you just? Buy like ten and then keep them in yep, a backlog. Of, exactly. Okay.
1: I just buy them in bulk and then you have to sew them yourself. So whenever you oh, find really? a time, yep.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. So, and then do they tie or anything? Do they have laces or is it just like sort of cinch up or? Well,
1: there's an elastic that goes like across the top of your foot. And then there are ribbons that kind of like go up, not very high, like just kind of to the ankle. I have noticed that, yes, Mm -hmm. I need that, okay. So you have to sew on the elastics and the ribbon.
0: Oh, wow, so it's like some decent work. So you've got this, wow, that's kind (laughs) of cool. And then you said the other, the last thing I'll ask about costumes is you said there's, like I know you said the pancake tutu, Mm -hmm. which is the one that goes out. But there's other types of, like, t- the tutu is like the skirt, right? That's, yes. The th- and it can yes. be, like, big and fluffy or straight out or whatever, like, the show calls yes. for, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. We've had, I mean, our company has amazing costumes, but we have such a variety. Like, we have the pancake tutus. We have romantic tutus, which are flowing. They, like, go down uh, to the ground. Yeah. okay. And, like, for Little Mermaid, we had fish heads and unitards that oh, we wore. Cool. And for Beauty and the Beast, we wore fork. <laughs> Um, unitards. So yeah, all all sorts of crazy costumes. So,
0: Do you like that side of it at all? Like the costume design or is that something you're just like, whatever, just tell me what to wear? No, I think it's so cool
1: (laughs) and I love the pictures that come out of them. Yeah, it really like brings the show to the next level. I
0: think that's one of my, like when I, I love seeing the dancing and I love hearing the music, but when I go to see like a performance uh, at the Nutcracker or whatever, I am always excited. I'm like, oh, what are the costumes? Like, oh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. Or right. even the, I even like the set design, like the background, and mm-hmm. I'm like, how are they going to do this? And um, it's, and the Nutcracker is cool because there's some like, different ways they make things like grow and get bigger and and it's just really fun it
1: is um very cool watching in nutcracker transition which is where clara like shrinks down Mm -hmm. and um, the nutcracker comes to life being backstage it is very stressful because there are so many people there are little kids who are about to go on for battle scene there are mice and rats who have these big heads that you can barely see out of um and then all the sets like you said they're like they have to like they have ropes that are attached to the things that mm-hmm. you can't see from the audience, but they like pull it off. Oh wow! And, um, and at backstage, there's like move, 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 get out of the way, and oh like people gosh. are running on stage and stuff. It is, it is just so much chaos. But I love the chaos. I was <laughs> just
0: going to ask. It seems like. For someone to be in theater like that, they almost have to embrace the chaos and like frenetic energy of that, like backstage. So you you really enjoy that, Mm -hmm. okay? So some people would be like, "No, I'm done. I'm out (laughs) of here. Like I can't take the stress." But that's just like part of it. Yes, I Um, think
1: I said one time to my friend, I was feeling very like poetic, I guess, mm -hmm. but I was like, "There's nothing I fear nor love more than the chaos."
0: (laughs) That is a perfect. That sounds like a perfect saying for backstage. That's Mm -hmm. um, well, I was surprised that one. told you that one time I got to introduce, I got to go backstage um, before the curtain came up Mm -hmm. um, and everyone was getting ready. And I had never been like backstage for something like that. And I can say there were so many people running around and doing Mm -hmm. things. And I was like, this is crazy. Like everyone's getting ready last, you know, not last minute, but Everyone's got things to do to get in their right. places and all right. that kind of stuff. So, um, Have you ever tried, um, I know dance is your thing, but have you ever tried acting, like performing? Are you interested in that at all? Like just like a non-dance performance where you come out in a play and act?
1: I, I have never done that before. Okay. I'm not opposed to it, but I think I would just start laughing. (laughs) I know. It would
0: would feel weird to go out and start saying lines and then looking at people and being like, I can't do this. Yeah. yeah, This is, is, um, well, that's really cool. So what, uh, do you have anything else you want to share about dancing or about uh, teaching dance or anything like that? You want to, you want any funny stories? I mean, you told me the funny slash (laughs) sad getting hurt story. Have you made a lot of friends out of this or?
1: All of my friends are dance friends. Everybody is just so loving and so supportive, and we see each other all the time. But we always like want to hang out afterwards too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they're so when, just my second family. When y'all hang
0: out afterwards, do y'all talk about dance, or do y'all talk about other stuff, or both? Both. Okay.
1: I mean, some people do have lives outside of dance, which is interesting to hear. <laughs> but other people like me, we just we just talk about dance.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, that's like a, a huge, important part of your life, and mm-hmm. so it'll it'll always be uh, an important part of your life. Um, even as you grow older and stuff, so um, that's pretty exciting. So, mm-hmm. anything else you want to talk about? Any, any other hobbies or things you're into, or um, anything we didn't talk about with dance and teaching? Hmm.
1: I, I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, we are looking. So, tell people if they're interested. Um, so, this is September, and do you guys have y'all have y'all finished your performances for? It, y'all have basically started like getting ready for um for nutcracker. Nut, the Nutcracker. Yes. Okay, and so. Um, do y'all perform? It starts in December sometime, correct? It
1: starts the weekend after Thanksgiving. Okay, so, so Thanksgiving w- is Thursday, then that okay. Friday, Saturday. So Sunday. that
0: late November, that so the weekend after Thanksgiving, and then I'll perform most up to close to Christmas, correct? Or No, it's way? just that
1: weekend. Oh, it's
0: just that weekend. Yeah. Okay, so if people want to come see it, they better right. get ready and come see it that weekend. <laughs> yes. Um, and so where can they go if they want to come see it? Can they buy tickets online? Or
1: Yes, I think it's on like, axis.com. You can probably look up Gas South District and Northeast Atlanta Ballet, The Nutcracker. And if um,
0: someone wanted your autograph afterwards, do you go out and, <laughs> um, and sign autographs?
1: We don't sign autographs, but afterwards, after we like get out of our costume stuff, we go and see our family
0: and friends that came. Okay, So <laughs> if someone wanted to say like, wow, you did a really great job, they could hang <laughs> around and tell you what a great job you did. So. I <laughs> so, Well, that's awesome. Well, Charlotte, I really appreciate you coming on the show and telling me all these great stories and informing me. And uh, maybe right here at the end, you can show me that that <laughs> to one <be> move. Timmy Plie. <laughs> Timmy Plie. All right. Yes. Thanks for coming on the Thank show. Thank you so
1: much for having me.
0: All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, so in that short little break, I just did a demi-plie, and I had a pretty good teacher in Charlotte, so it didn't take me very long, and my form seemed pretty good, so maybe if this teaching stuff doesn't work out, and the, you know my band, the Pancake Tutus, doesn't work out, I could become a professional dancer. I'm on my way. But seriously, uh, how awesome of a chat was that with Charlotte? Um, you know what, I can tell, and I'm sure you guys can tell too, she really loves dance and performing. And the coolest thing, Uh, that I got from that conversation besides her just love for dance um, was all the ways that dance has helped her in her life with her empathy and her friendships that she's made and um, her discipline and time management and humility and fun. I mean, dancing, Charlotte makes dancing sound so much fun. And I understand why she would love it so much. Um, I'm so glad that I was able to talk to her. And if you want to see her dance, uh, check out the Nutcracker right after Thanksgiving at Gas South uh, Theater. Go ahead and get your tickets now. Uh, if you like this episode of Extracurricular, please keep listening to the podcast. I'm going to continue to sit down with students and teachers and talk about all the cool things they do outside of school. Uh, if you want to be on the podcast, send me an email. If you're interested in GOC, you can head over to our website and find out all about the school and the great things we have going here. I've put links to my email and the school website in the show notes. Uh, special thank you uh, to Dr. Ray and Dr. O'Neill. This podcast would not be possible without their support and inspiration. Uh, and if you get a chance, subscribe to the podcast. That way you get new episodes delivered right to your device when they come out. And if you have an extra minute, you can leave us a a good review. Uh, I look forward to joining you all again for the next episode. I hope you all have a great day.